Hi, my name is Aislinn Campbell. And I'm Joe Hilliard. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Dinner Table Talks. In our life together, there are few things more important than our time at the dinner table. Preach it. No matter where we're eating, the food we eat and the times we share with friends and family enrich our lives. Mm -hmm. We share our favorite dishes and most thoughtful dinner table conversations with you every week. Food, family, friends, and fun, it's Dinner Table Talks. I couldn't have said that better myself. Uh, no, you couldn't have. Oh. If you'd like to learn more about us, or a little more about the podcast, we suggest that you go back and listen to episode one. And you can learn how to get in touch with us and where to find us across social media at dinnertabletalks.com. So, pull up a chair. We've got a lot to talk about. Today's episode of Dinner Table Talks is a very special episode, Thanksgiving 2019. I don't want to do all that special episode nonsense. Hi, my name is Joe Hilliard. It's Dinner Table Talks. And of course, next to me as always, Aislinn Campbell. And it is Thanksgiving week, Aislinn. That means that I've got several days off from work. You've got several days off from work. We're going to completely skip Black Friday because that ain't anything like what we're about. And instead, let's get a few episodes under our belt. And, and we're one of those, eat of a course, lot of food. is going to be Thanksgiving. And we're eating a lot of food and we're doing a lot of dinner table talks. My son's in town. Mm-hmm. We're having meals with our family. Yep. Those are the kinds of talks we're going to talk about today, focused on Thanksgiving weekend. And contextually know that today we're recording this the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Our Black Friday is Beautiful Recording Friday. Yep, Beautiful Recording Friday, and that's good. So we do have, in my family, no doubt, a tradition of getting together for meals for the holidays. Let's say, you know, we usually do something on Easter, New Year's Day, often 4th of July we'll do something... Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, all of that. Work. All of those holidays where you're typically going to try to spend it with family if you can. Yeah. Well, and, you know, birthdays and whatever. And it's always going to be good food and dinner table conversations. And, of course, Thanksgiving is no different. We usually go out to the farm for different kinds of holiday events like this. But this particular holiday, we end up at my cousin's house most years. And in those situations, we often get together and talk about what are the things that everybody wants to bring to the table? My mom got together with my cousin's wife and they talked about what was going to be brought together. And Joe was instructed to bring green bean casserole, which is one of the things he likes to make. And then, of course, there's always a, well, whatever else Asa Wild wants card. to bring. Yeah, and that's because of our seasonality. with the, the, That concept that, for, for me, it's not just let's serve every single thing you think you have to have at Thanksgiving dinner, but it's about a seasonal produce. That is what the harvest Thanksgiving feast was about. So there's got to be at least one thing that they're selling at the farmer's market that has to be on that table that you put into it. And so we always bring that one thing. We don't know your traditions. We would love to hear some. That That's yeah. just the truth. Yeah. But where we live and the way we were raised, it's very common that if your family's coming together, or maybe it's a Friendsgiving kind of situation. Yeah, those are always fun too. Everyone's going to bring something to the table. Yeah. Typically, the homeowner or the, or the host will do the turkey or the ham if you're going meat. And that's the way it always is at our place. Whoever's hosting will do the turkey. There's probably going to be some ham. And we don't mean to sound gluttonous. We don't mean to sound gluttonous we, we sound american though <laughs> well certainly that's just the way that i was raised yeah. there's a lot of food at thanksgiving a beautiful array of delicious food and lots of traditional dishes there so i know yeah. we're going to your cousins 
Right. I've been there many, many times now for yep. Christmas and or Thanksgiving in the mm-hmm. same year. Mm-hmm. I expect those traditions. I hope that we talk about some of the specific traditions that are at that home for the holidays. Uh, your mom said, Joe, can you do green bean casserole? Yep. And of course I can. And guess what, Aislinn? If you've listened to this podcast once or twice, you know I did not open a can of cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. And I did not get a bag of frozen green beans. You also didn't get a can of the typical fried onions. Durkies fried onions. French's is what I was going to say. French's fried onions. But the, they, yeah. They're both delicious, but yeah. you're right. We did not take any shortcuts. No. And you did use arrowroot flour like we talked about in the last episode. So even that is a little bit different. Well, I'll get, than... into, I'll get into it briefly. I yeah. make a green bean casserole from scratch. The only processed thing in there is the half and half and the spices that I, that I need to use. One of these days, I'll mill my own paprika. <laughs> I suppose I'll churn my own butter. The, what is, that's an unanswered question, oh, by no. the way. I want to know what's the seed, because I don't know that, because I know that cilantro turns into coriander. Sounds good. <laughs> So my green bean casserole is fresh green beans. You got to have a cream of mushroom soup. It's just like you're making the one if you're going to use all of your processed ingredients. I just make them all. Cream of mushroom soup is much, many more mushrooms than you can imagine cooked in butter so that the, the liquid in the, in the mushrooms releases. Then you add broth. Then you add some spices. Then you ultimately add half and half. And now you've got cream of mushroom soup. Then you've got your green beans. And prior to doing all of this, I'm in the oven roasting, if you will, Mm -hmm. with some, rather than flour, because of Aislinn, your grain-free deal. I used arrowroot this time. It's a one-for-one match between a... It's oven baking fried uh, onions, You're drying, you're you're dehydrating and cooking and putting a brown crisp on the onions Mm -hmm. so that you can add a quarter of the ones that you make into the recipe. Mm -hmm. They're mixed in in with the green beans. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you put the other ones on top. So I took that delicious. It was really good this year. Yeah, and you actually kind of forelid on this by showing. We took some good pictures of the. Yeah, process, they're already up on our social. And media. they're already up, you know. So do you know what the secret ingredient is? Uh, fresh green bean, fresh food, fresh N- green beans, fresh mushrooms. Nutmeg. A nutmeg. You you did bring nutmeg to me mm-hmm. and say we put nutmeg in the green bean. So nutmeg is a fall. Thanksgiving spice. Certainly, you're going to see it other in things. pumpkin pie and other yeah, yeah, yeah. times this time of year. Now, you, of course, said, hey, you know what seasonal at the farmer's market and I want you to make if you're going to be making we some green beans? We have lots of these. We're growing lots of these right now. We're growing radishes. Okay. And backtracking to a past episode where we talked about people trying things that are different, that was a thing that I thought was funny because we made these beautiful, they were honey roasted radishes. You bought fresh radishes from the farmer's market. A ton of them. Yeah, cut the radishes, cut the green tops off, used I think about a quarter or three quarters of the green tops And for I didn't the radishes. use enough. I always forget how much greens cook down yeah. from that big bulk of greens that you're putting into the pot. And when they wilt, mm-hmm. they, they, they come down, they turn into nothing. So it's a, it's a honey and a balsamic vinegar dressing, uh-huh. basically, it's is real how simple. you make this. I'll, I'll post that up online. Yeah. And Just it was, in time for your Christmas. It was delicious. It was delicious. And I think there were, I think you and me and maybe one other person that was just willing it to. It was delicious, not popular. Nobody ate it. No. And, I, and and it made me also think because somebody made a post about <laughs> happy brown meal day. And I, speaking funny. of what's at the table, mm-hmm. like two or three different kinds of dressings, two or three different kinds of corn casseroles. Oh, no, 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 no. Save it, save it, save it. I want to get there, and I mean, I want to well, talk about the, the entire spread. The only thing spread. that had color on it was the green congealed salad uh-huh. and the radishes. I want to talk about this green congealed salad because <laughs> this was not in my life prior oh, to Oh, it's a tradition. Yeah, we have definitely had to talk about that so one. So we brought to the table 
this vast, broad, wide table of all kinds of different kinds of foods. But there was like, how many uh, green, people were there? Green bean casserole and There were 30 radishes. people there? Yeah, between 20 and 30. Yeah. So my parents, in the discussion about what they were going to bring, they were asked to bring a corn casserole that is something that, because my cousin Sean, who is the host. Right grandmother used to make mm-hmm. and so uh, corn casserole my mom brought That's and she actually took family. the recipe yeah she took the recipe from my cousin How cookie funny, who yeah. was there and uh-huh. took the recipe and made the corn casserole right and then my mom makes the dressing that my grandmother used to always make and then this year instead of us doing it usually we will do a turkey or a ham to contribute because my family as we've talked about many times in the store we're very particular about meat that is a thing that has always happened we're talking about game wild game we're talking about turkey that we've processed or found you know we're making the choices we want to about our meat this is one of those situations exactly my brother shot a nice sized wild hog right a few weeks ago your brother shot three of them oh really yeah i didn't realize that he had mm-hmm. shot three mm-hmm. well my parents got one of those my dad took two hams off of this wild hog yeah wild sow my dad actually smoked it cured it got it all ready and then cooked it and brought it prepared and ready for us to eat at Thanksgiving dinner. And then the one other thing we talked about a minute ago, and that was the green congealed salad made in the green bowl, this magical green bowl that has been passed around that you can't have Thanksgiving without the green bowl with the care. green congealed salad. I don't in care it. who you are. People can relate. They may not have a green bowl in their life, but they can relate. That's granny's orange deviled egg dish whatever it is you got you guys have a green bowl i didn't i, I didn't know anything just about the a green southern bowl. thing by the way tell uh, me about the green bowl well i don't even really know anymore i just know it was a green bowl that got passed from mom to da- daughter to mom to daughter and in that green bowl my grandmother my great-grandmother used to always make a green congealed salad I love the green congealed salad. I didn't like it when I was a kid, but now I love it. And I don't even, I can't even, it's got cottage cheese in it. It's got green jello in it. It's got pecans in it. I think it's got pineapple, canned pineapple in it. I don't even know what all it's in, but it's good. It's fun. It's that little bit of like, (laughs) you've got this place of all these brown carby foods and some turkey or ham. We had both. And then you've got this congealed salad with a little sweet tart that Uh adds to it. It's kind of like having cranberry sauce, which... My cousin makes a cranberry sauce that we all talk about. Well, it's let, fantastic. Let, let me reset the table, if you will. We show up. We bring our dishes in. I need to jockey for some oven time prior to service because we had made and cooked the green bean casserole here, but I needed to reheat, get it warmed up again to the mm-hmm. temperature that would be the most palatable. The radishes needed to be heated up. So I had that conversation. When you're waiting for the whole thing to happen... There is a crudité there, a charcuterie plate, if you will. This time it wasn't a crudité plate. It was just meat and cheese? <laughs> yes. I don't care. It was good. It was so good. They had... Who, there were no who, fresh vegetables, not one, which who, I thought was funny because they literally ixnayed me bringing a green salad. Because I usually always bring, we get, because it's time, lettuce at the farmer's market, kale, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting cucumbers even, still radishes, you know, maybe some carrots. Uh, don't no bring No healthy that. anything, please. <laughs> don't bring your fresh vegetables. Right. Okay, but talk about, who does that charcuterie? Who made that? Yeah, who does I, that? I have no clue. Okay, we showed up and there were five different kinds of gourmet yeah. cheese from Brie, help me, Manchego. There was a there was a horseradish cheddar. Uh huh. Well, I can't remember what right. the one I liked. Uh, Hedleton. Dil, Dilbert Dell. No, yeah. Din Din. Dufflin. D- Dingleberry. <laughs> it was a it was a delicious. It was the best one. Cheese. It was a dry, salty mm-hmm. cheese. That was the best one on the table. And then and then pieces of salami and prosciutto and and don't forget wrapped. S- 
salami con pepper. Salami con pepper. <laughs> that was a thing. And then wrapped prosciutto. Prosciutto. <laughs> prosci- <laughs> wrapped prosciutto around cheese with basil, basil in, in the there. middle. That was the one everybody really liked too. And then sitting yeah. next to that is one of the stars of the show for me. Yeah. And that is your. Is, that's cookies. My cousin. Jalapeno cranberry sauce. It's like a, it's, no, it's, is it jalapeno? Yes. It's definitely got cilantro, like Camino flavor mm-hmm. in it. It's really, really good. It's a seasoned cranberry. It's better than, and it's funny because speaking of those traditions, like some families, they want the can right. of cranberry, yep. blop it on a thing and slice. slice. That was there. That's gross. It was there. I can't it, eat it, that. Because, I mean, here's the thing. It's a, what, a dollar fifty to do. It takes you five seconds to make. And there are people that just enjoy that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I know. She does it with the fresh cranberries, and then she adds, there's green onion in there, I saw, like, uh-huh. and a jalapeno, and you said cilantro. Cilantro, I'm pretty sure, and some Camino yeah. seasoning in it. Okay, so imagine, we just did this yesterday. You have an empty plate. Yeah, and Walk, my plate looked different than other people's We'd plates. already enjoyed the charcuterie plate. Right. Walk me through the whole thing, your path. I'll try to fill in the blanks, and you fill in the blanks if I miss anything. Well, I my plate's going to be different than everyone else's because uh, I, I'm skipping the grains. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got what do, what do you uh, I got a little slice of turkey. Mm-hmm. I like the dark meat. I mm-hmm. like turkey dark meat. I don't have a preference. And then I made sure to get the pork that my dad made because yeah. that was a real big thing. Is that there was multiples of things and whatever. But my dad had made this special pork. Right. He, he literally had been working on this pork for weeks. Yeah. To get it to this point where he could serve it on Thanksgiving, right. I was really proud of him, and it was great meat. So I got that. I did get some mashed potatoes. Let's see. I got some of the green congealed salad. Mm-hmm. I got some radishes. Still confused about this congealed salad. We'll have to do an answer question on that. It's delicious. And then I got your green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Oh, I, I did. I got a little bit of, oh, definitely some giblet gravy. Yeah. Kind of poured all over. So for oh. me, poured all over the mashed potatoes and the turkey and mm-hmm. the pork. And then uh, some a little bit of cranberry sauce. And I think that was all I got. That's all I could eat. Because there were other things there. Okay, so lots help, of other help me with the other things. There were two corn casseroles. Two corn casseroles. That's the recipe uh-huh. that you said came down from the family. Uh-huh. And that's going to be were... like, a, it's almost like stuffing in consistency. If you cook your stuffing it's in like the oven. It's like cornbread and corn casserole, like, but yeah. like a creamy corn. corn. I think they use like a cream, cream corn. a can of cream yeah. corn to give it a, a... And one of the conversations that happened later on when we were talking about the recipes and uh-huh. making it twice uh-huh. and uh-huh. my cousin cookie told my mom because my mom said and i got the recipe just like the one that you know the jaw had made right. and she goes oh no you didn't make it the way she would have made it because she would have cut the corn off of the cob uh-huh. and i go and i go like this joe would have cut the corn off the oh, cob yeah. <laughs> but the other thing was said was where are you going to get corn on the cob yeah, right yeah, now right. it's not in so there are right two here. of those I go back to, I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is truly my favorite holiday. And the reason is, is because it's just family getting together, eating good food. It's the dinner table talk of the year. That's my favorite holiday. It doesn't include a bunch of gift giving, a bunch of other crap. But I will tell you that we've gotten so far away from what the original intention, in my, in my opinion, and I don't even want to get into the conversation of how wrongly Americans do Thanksgiving anyways, because of the indigenous tribes. Let's put that aside and know that we are understanding that there is that conversation. However, let's go back to what the idea of the American Thanksgiving was, and that was a harvest. Let's feast on a harvest. And let's be thankful for these foods that the earth provides us. Exactly. We are not feasting on a harvest right now. Mm-hmm. Outside of the pork that my dad, my brother shot and my dad cured, and the radishes that we cut, that we grew and roasted, 
there was nothing harvested local. <laughs> and I, don't, that's not, I don't think... No, I don't, I, I'm not picking on the... No, I'm not... You're decades away from that being the case. No, but I think as that... As we slide more into uh, convenience. I think that when you look at tables of folks that pay attention to that, I, I noticed... Because the idea is like, let us take the starches and the vegetables that we have and make them into this feast. Right. So... There are sweet potatoes growing at the farmer's market right now. Let's make a sweet potato, a baked sweet potato dish. And honestly, for me, I can't judge in any way, shape, or form because I'm not going to put the meal together. I'll show up and I'll bring the things that matter to me. But if we put together a Thanksgiving meal, it's going to be focused on the seasonal harvest that is available yeah, to I us. Yeah, I hate to say it, but you're fighting a losing battle there. But even think about over the years. I, I bring, and it is the wild card of what Aislinn's going to bring. We could have made a beautiful Thanksgiving table with 75% of the stuff on the table that had come from the farmer's market. When you have that available to you, it's amazing to me that we don't focus on it more. A beautiful green dish of greens. We've got that. Use your bacon. Make it mm. mashed sweet potatoes. Some kind of sweet potato casserole. You've got it. You can get local turkeys. You can get wild pork. I mean, there are things there. Did you? A, a, a beautiful green salad with radishes and lettuce and all of that. A beautiful harvested meal. And I think that, If everyone that's in Corpus Christi went to the farmer's market to do that, X tiny percentage would be able if to. If 1% of them did it. Let's, I, I mean. I like, know, but Asa, we're the house that does. Well, I'm just saying. You're that talking about I'm just a saying mass? what is. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm going back to the basics of even above and beyond the traditions. Oh, we had a. Tra I mean, some of the traditions have died already. Like. For, uh, for us, the can of cranberry has to be on the table, you know, whatever. Or the, well, for the, us, it was cranberry Lassur, a bag that. of Lassur peas. Uh -huh. When my aunt was still alive, uh, you had to have a can, silver, Lassur peas, had to have small mun, m mushrooms and onions in do, it. Do you know and you, it had to be in a certain bowl. I mean, that like. Do you know what I had to have that I've completely forgotten about? A what? can of pitted black olives, like American black olives. Not, right. not Kalamata olives, right. but the ones that you can put on your fingertips right. and play like your ET. So what are the traditions? Were there and yams? What is the... Were there yams I yesterday? Any sweet potatoes? Mm -mm. Okay, let me, let me get the That surprises me Editorial done? Yes, okay. yes. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... No, I mean, I... Fine. It's an editorial. It is what it is. But that is who I am. That is extremely important to me. And it you is and where, I, it's how I have lived my life the I last decade I of my life. I love the way that you are, and I play that game with you every And my year. family really does play that game a lot with me. Sure. In terms of what is the most seasonal thing we can sure. come up with to put at the table for Christmas or, you know, whatever. But also... To be fair, what are the traditions that are important to the family? And these are certain things that we do. Okay, I'm going to get back to the food that we ate. And you help me out if I leave anything out. And I'm going to. There was so much. The corn casserole, dressing, stuffing. No, the no, no. Oh, we didn't have that? No, we did. Okay. We had stuffing and dressing, which is funny because it was, there was a joke, a meme. There was actually a meme that said, what, is a, what does a South Texan say? Don't you be calling my dress and stuffing. Now, there was stuffing in that someone <laughs> had stuffed a bird. Literally stuffed Th a bird. There was a whole other turkey sitting over here in the corner that, uh -huh. did, that I finally started carving on for my leftovers, but uh -huh. we'll get there in a little, in a little that while. That had stuffing in there it. There was stuff. They had taken that stuffing and put it on the serving area. And apparently that. But then your mom uh, made dressing. Yeah, well, and apparently that was a family tradition that was brought in, a new family tradition. Mm -hmm. And your dad. The God, turkey. I love your dad so much. Your dad. Dressing. And your mom had made the dressing, and your dad takes a bite. Does it sound like that? It, just like that. <laughs> Bugs Bunny eating a carrot. <laughs> takes a bite. Hum, hum, hum. <laughs> Is it better? <laughs> you used way too much sage in this. 
and your mom, I know your mom will have to go. She, she's like like a deflated balloon. <laughs> I was like, I got to be honest with you, Vicky. I love sage in my dressing, and I thought it was perfect. I don't know if I'm trying to get like mother-in-law brownie points here. I might have been ass kissing a little bit. Okay, so dressing and stuffing and turkey and your dad's ham and a spiral sliced honey baked ham. Uh-huh. I took a bite of that. How dare you? No, delicious. The corn casserole, uh, the congealed salad, the a missing thing. Oh, mashed di- dinner potatoes. rolls. Dinner, dinner rolls. rolls. You're right. I didn't eat those. Mashed either. potatoes. Uh, two types of gravy. Yep. Two Two gravies. Yeah. We're missing things. No, that was it. Okay, dessert table. I didn't even look at the dessert table. Hannah. She is also my cousin. Right. There's just grand cousin and cousin and cousin's Made three pies. Mm -hmm. And then someone also made some pumpkin bread. Apple pie, pecan pie, and listen to me, the best pie ever invented, and this was a delicious version of it, buttermilk pie. Nah. I'm just kidding. I love you. You're so We can agree to disagree. I do not agree. Buttermilk pie is the best pie. And I know we didn't even get all the food. No. What a feast. Great family times. Great family conversation. I did want to just back up and talk about these three hogs that your brother shot real quick. Yes. And then we can maybe talk about some of the conversations and fun we had at the dinner table at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Your dad called you. Your brother shot three hogs. Do y'all want some meat? The answer, of course. Is yes. And it's it's a, okay, let's figure out how to make this work into the schedule. <laughs> right, can you can Joe, you, I, it just turned out to be me, come out and we'll do a little processing on the meat. Well, what he said was he called and said, we are going to take the two hams and we want to know if y'all want the rest of the meat. And I said, yeah, we're going to want the rest of the meat. And he said, well, if Joe comes out here, then I've got the tools and I will help him process it and put it together so that y'all can use it for different things. I was there earlier the next morning. I took an empty ice chest with me. I show up and... I've debated with you whether I should post a photograph that I took of what was waiting for me. And I guess you thought that it might offend some some folks. Well, I definitely, I definitely know that, that, that our podcast is probably going to turn off vegetarians and vegans, especially vegans, because we, eat meat. we talk about meat mm-hmm. and we talk about how we eat meat and we process meat. I will tell you the thing that I thought was interesting about you getting that stuff together. And normally I'm super okay with it. Chicken. I have been involved with processed chicken. Yeah, you and I went and processed a dozen, uh, 24. We took a dozen home yeah. whole chickens a few months ago. Yeah, that, uh, no problem. I have zero problem. I don't even have a weird feeling at all. You, when you brought that ice chest in, we had just gotten through watching Okja. Uh, yeah. Is Ak-jaw. that what it's called? Yeah. Okja. OKJA, a film uh, that you should maybe watch on Netflix by director Bong Joon-ho. <gasps> Right. So, but however, I would suggest after, right after you watch this show, you might not bring a whole hog home and then in a cooler li- and then lift it out and look at the parts of a hog. So I show up to find the carcass of the uh, gutted carcass of the, of a hog. And I'm like, I don't exactly know what we're going to take home, but all of that, that entire thing is ready for us to take home. And your dad and I processed a hog. And if you go to the grocery store and you see the cuts of meat under cellophane on top of styrofoam, and there's a pork roast and a rack of ribs and a tenderloin, we cut from the animal and we are going to use it all. And I've got absolutely zero ethical problem with that. It was killed humanely for the purposes of food consumption. Processed clean. Processed completely clean. Well, in... Interestingly enough, there was, during this last few weeks, a huge pork meat recall from the industrial pork system. Oh, sure. A huge pork recall. Yeah. Two pork shoulder roasts, 
two huge racks of ribs, a tenderloin that we've already cooked and maybe we'll talk about in a little while, another tenderloin that's ready to go, and then various... And you're making some bacon, yeah? Yeah, curing bacon 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 in the refrigerator right now, and I need to actually smoke it today. So I just wanted to say we were the beneficiaries of uh, your brother's hunt, and we appreciate that and thank him. But a lot of fantastic dinner table talks uh, Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. All the families there, cousins are coming in. You know, it's an interesting meshing of families because my cousin's daughter comes in, her and her husband come in from Dallas. Right. That is the host, Sean's sister, and they've got teenage kids, although one of them wasn't there, the older one, Alex, wasn't there, but Samantha was there. So there's now all the kids are teenagers or adults. My daughter's there and my son who's in college. Hope's daughter, though, I just mentioned, she is about to turn 16. Lillian is 15, and there was a conversation about driving and who wants to drive and who's ready to drive, and, you know, so that's a conversation that's happening then you've got conversations with the kids that are in college now and what they're doing. And so there's some graduating college, going to pharmacy school conversations, you know, and new boyfriends in the house and, you know, second marriage situations going on and, you know, that kind of thing. So there's like extra people. There's all these extra people and we're all family and it's great, you know, whatever. And we've got the baby there. The baby is my nephew, Jack, and he's four. There is only one little one. Little one. There. Just to give you an idea of where we are, we are in South Texas on a farm on lots of property with two houses on the same property. So the son and the mother live in the two different houses on the property and they have ponies. And so, of course, I mean, they have ponies and they have trees and they have horses and they have ponds and they have, you know, so there's always a walk somewhere involved. But we did go see the ponies because Cousin Cookie, she actually has a new pony this year. And so we took Jack over and Jack met the ponies and then there was a whole like, let's put Jack on the back of the ponies and did, was that, and on the whole time I'm watching Marlena and I'm, as a mom myself, I'm going, oh God, oh God, oh God. And I'm wondering what, and Marlena's like at the fence and she's actually super cool. Like she's a super mellow mom, but at the same time, I know her well enough to know that she's like, ah, watching this kid on the pony with, without the right, you know, like not really knowing what's exactly about to happen. These ponies are not used to having that. So having Jack around is always nice. So we're now sitting outside, you know, in a nice, comfortable, you know, with swings and park benches and, you know, that whole thing. We're talking and we're talking about the meal and we're talking about how granny cooked it and this and that and just having the whole conversation about that. And Jack is playing in the pea gravel, right? And Jack is getting wound up and wound up. He's now played on the ponies. He's now da-da-da. He's the only kid. He's running around. He's squinching the rocks. He's picking up the rocks. And he does that thing that the kid does that's the only kid when there's so much love directed at him, yeah. he's putting on a show. Yeah. And yeah. and every bit of the show is affirmed and you are awesome. And that makes a kid want to continue putting on the show. And he's picking up the rocks and he's picking up the rocks. And everybody's like watching the situation. And we're all saying, now don't throw the rocks. Now don't throw the rocks. And I swear to you, before I could even blink, rocks were in my wine and down my bra. <laughs> And it wasn't, and it was so not even a thing. And of course, mom, hey, you know, has to do what moms have to do is no, we're not doing that. And, you know, apologize and come over and apologize. Okay. No, it's, and it, and it, I was not, it was not, it was nothing. It was just right. funny. And I, I made You're a joke. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's rocks in my wine. Yeah. There's rocks in my wine. You love the no, kids. No, I go to bed. Wine. I go to bed last night and I go to take my clothes off and like pea gravel falls out of my my bra and so it was just one of those funny like memories of like the baby at the party you know and seeing all the families come together fun is a great word to describe the whole thing thanksgiving this year was so much fun yeah 
Do you know what else is fun? Staying out of the grocery store the day before Thanksgiving, or God forbid, the morning of Thanksgiving. I had done all of it exactly the way that I want to do it. I got to make the green bean casserole. I got to make those radishes that you want to do. And we did also failed to mention that the farmer's market that you started is on Wednesdays. Thanksgiving's always on a Thursday. Yeah. So we know that destination shopping is going to be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and picking up those last minute things like yeah. the beautiful bouquet of locally yeah. grown flowers that you wanted yeah. to take to the party, etc. We got a wine, I bought a bottle of wine a this year. A bottle of like regionally That's made nice. wine. So, that was, that yeah. was delicious. That's a first. But I had gotten all my shopping out of the way. Then your son comes home. From college. And he says, and I say, hey, the night of Thanksgiving, we'll be back at the house, back from the farm that we went to. Why don't we find a nice Chinese food place or something like that? Because I want to take you out. You know, we all want to go out to dinner. And he goes, oh, 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 okay. Well, I pushed it. To, to be fair to him. Of course. I, I said, no, no, let's eat at home. Let's, let's right. cook something. Now, I'm know? not prepared. Yes, I've got a freezer full of newly processed pork. But I don't want to come home and do a rack of ribs or something that, that takes a lot that of time. Big, that big, too. Because so we're he, already going to have eaten So he thing. goes, do you know what I want? If you're going to make food. If you're going to. It's just not your son's the best. He's the best. We can do whatever y'all want to do. Whatever's convenient. I don't want to put anybody out. But, I mean, if you made the macaroni thing, I'd totally eat that. The chicken macaroni, broccoli, cauliflower. Chicken macaroni with broccoli, cauliflower, or, you know, other seasonal vegetables, whatever we have, I might slide in there. And I love these kids and the power of the dinner table that we have infused into their head and the notion that he's asking for it. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's home from school. Right. And of course, we want meal. a good home-cooked mm-hmm. meal. I had to go back out to the grocery store, Thanksgiving Eve, 10 p.m., into the Thunderdome. You, you follow me? Like <laughs> Now, luckily, I was shopping for things that are not on the Thanksgiving table, so I didn't have to wrestle a grandmother down to the ground to get the last <laughs> bit of... Uh... I'm sure there are people out there that serve like fresh broccoli on their Thanksgiving table. Well, there was plenty, and <laughs> I did make Thanksgiving night, came home from all that food, and your cousin's wife just did a super smart thing. She purchased to-go boxes. Yes, she did. That was a great... And I didn't just take home the rest of my green bean casserole. Right. I got to take home a full-blown Thanksgiving leftover that I'm about to go Guess eat. Guess what we're we eating for lunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it's we get done too, with that, yeah. I'm making mm-hmm, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. mash. I'm going to take the dressing, put it uh-huh. on the bottom. Uh-huh. I'm going to put the turkey on top. I'm going to put the gravy on top of that. And then I'm going to take your cousin's jalapeno cranberry dressing and sm- I'm going to heat all that up and smear that on the top uh-huh. and eat it like a... I don't even like a pie, like a casserole. Guess what I have for you. Talk to me. Some congealed green salad. I still don't know what the (laughs) hell that is. Unanswered questions. It's on the list, no doubt about it. I will go into that macaroni. That's that's a staple in our home. Yeah, I will. Go. You've actually made it two times since we've been doing this, and we it just I hadn't will, come to the top of the list yet. I will talk about that later. And the reason it hasn't come to the top of the list yet is because it's a regular. Now, it's, I, it's like tacos. We haven't talked about tacos because we haven't. You know, tacos is something you eat once a week. This is one of those things too, especially when the broccoli once, and once cauliflower month, starts to come into yeah, the farmers it just market. Pleases yeah. everybody. Yeah. The ironic thing was that I got everything that I needed to make breakfast tacos at home because in College Station, you're not going to get good Corpus Christi breakfast tacos. And so I'm like, well, okay, 
fine. I'd love to make you the broccoli. I'm going to make you the macaroni thing. But then in the morning, we'll do some delicious homemade breakfast tacos. No. He's like, well, I'd actually rather go to town and country restaurant. Right, which is our local cafe. There's several of them in Corpus Christi. No, but this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. Town and country. You can name some of those other Mm -hmm. ones, but I don't agree. This is the place. Your city has this same thing. It's the diner. And you've got, and there is a diner where you can sit up at the thing, but we never do that. Well, you can sit at the bar bar at the at the diner what do you call that the what do you call that what do you call it when people cook one short order, short order it's cook, a short, order, short order deli bar. short order diner short order diner bar right anyways this is a place that you cannot go without seeing or being seen you're gonna see a local politician yeah or really good friend that you, but you have maybe haven't seen them in a month yes. or yes. and that was the case today and i do not have any clue what kind of coffee they serve it's not good I love it. No, you do not. Yes, I do. That's my biggest complaint about that place I is the coffee I love their coffee. I love their coffee cups. I the love their coffee. Can't argue with the coffee cups. Nice, heavy weight, good amount. Yes. Not going to run out too soon. Yes. The coffee and, is weak. And what I get, what my regular thing is, and one of, the, one of my regulars I can't get right now, but my regulars is two fried eggs, hash browns. My two fried eggs have to be over medium, and I want the white done. You did that thing today. And I had to send it back. You sent them back. Last I... week, when I was there a couple days ago, I didn't have to send it back. So, And it was the same waitress. Anyways, it might have been the chef that they had today. The short order cook that they had today. What was wrong with today. your eggs? Why did you send your eggs back? I don't want white jiggly stuff. I want, I want crispy white and good runny yellow. That's my over medium egg. And in the middle of that is where the white around the yellow isn't quite done yet. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now you are. And then, and then I want, and then I want some good crispy bacon. They have great bacon there. Mm -hmm. And then I want hash browns. They do the, they do the like shredded, you know, you grated, grated, grated potatoes. And I want those good and crispy too. And then I would like to have a couple of pieces of French toast. Just the plain old. If you were eating grain, you'd be all over the French toast. Yep. Yep. It's just a piece of flat, thin bread with egg you know i don't mean to brag i don't mean to boast but i'm intercontinental when i eat french toast that's twice now two episodes mine is exactly almost similar to yours i will vary it up from time to time but mine is two eggs over medium my eggs came out perfect and i will do and then at your diner in your town and i'm not talking about denny's and ihop you avoid those places like the plague i'm talking about your local place you're going to have what they call the all-american breakfast or the fill in the blank of the name of that place breakfast Two eggs, your style, bacon or sausage, toaster biscuits, and then... Um, Some places you might have a hash. They actually do have a corned beef hash there, but that's nothing anybody ever orders. Oh, I was going to say uh, hash browns or grits. Yeah. Okay, mine is two eggs over medium. Mine came out perfect. I got sausage patties today, mm-hmm. elected for the biscuit, and then I got the hash browns, just like you said, well done. Not mm-hmm. fried. We've, we've tried that. I don't want them deep fried because yeah. then they come out crunchy, like crunchy little noodles, but I don't want the mush in the middle of my hash brown yeah then i took my biscuit and you were so jealous of this because yeah, you can't this eat is the what biscuit like. yeah cut the biscuit in half and made mm-hmm. myself a homemade egg mcmuffin i took my sausage patty boom i cut you my, made yourself a breakfast on a bun cut my egg up breakfast and put on the, a biscuit the, put the delicious on top she brought out some ranchero sauce a little plop of that oh yeah how was that oh the ranchero sauce i was in Corlin got something minutes. like that too he got pancake a sandwich. pancake sandwich yeah that was pretty good and then lily got migas and didn't mm- eat a bite of it yeah, she said her tummy's been bothering her, yeah, but yeah. that happens sometimes. But yeah, so... Town and country this morning. Yes, and so one of the things that we do traditionally... I love this tradition. Yes, and we actually started it do right... The, do this first, in your home. Our first Christmas together, mm-hmm. somewhere along the way I had run across this idea, 
or maybe I created the idea. Yeah, I think I, you did. I don't. And the concept was it was one five ten. If you've got two children, mm-hmm. two. If you have four people in your house, yeah, do this. We have six, so that's kind of nice. But if you have four or more, do this. And I, I see. Here's the thing with holiday gift buying. I like to do it creatively. Yeah. So, backtracking a little bit in that how we will do Christmas and how we have done it. Every year since we've been together with these guys and how we... Did we do we, it the first year together? Yes. We came, every, we came up with it at that yes, time. Every Christmas. Okay. Because I'm so weird about it. I, I, I'm so... We abhor going to the mall. I we hate ab- the whole thing. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I don't like to buy gifts. And I want I want to be creative. So it was about being creative. So it was one, five, ten. And the concept was we draw out of, draw out of a hat. Which made a lot names. of sense when the kids were... Well, no. And, and, even, and even during that time, if you think about the economy... Eight years ago, mm-hmm. $1, a $1 gift, a $5 gift, a $10 gift. You have to think about that. Whoever you draw, and you already know, and everybody knows, so it's not like a secret thing. But say, I draw draw Cortland. I have to find a gift that matches Cortland for $1, $5. I'm going to ask you to back up. We, we draw names out of a hat. Yes. We draw names out of a hat. And then we... This is once, our immediate family. Yeah, right. And so once I've drawn, say I've drawn Cortland's name, mm-hmm. I have to buy three gifts for Cortland. I have to buy Cortland a gift that costs $1, Cortland a gift that costs $5, and Cortland a gift that costs $10. And the way that we give those out, there's no secrets. It's not Secret Santa or anything like that. We're going around the horn, and we're, okay, you give your $1 gift. Okay, uh, my $1 is for Cortland. Okay, Cortland, open your $1 gift. And Cortland opens a $1 gift, and it's a can of pinto beans. Something ridiculous like that. I don't even know. You know, there's always been some interesting. In the past, I got a dollar Krugerrand coin. Right. Not a Kruger. Not a Kruger. Coin Who? I got a dollar Sacagawea coin. I did that one time. Yeah. So you have a dollar cash, but it's presented interestingly. A lot of candy at the $1 level. Yes. So all six Scrun- of us. Scrunchies. A scrunchie one year. There was some scrunchies. Uh, oh, I, I did good last year. I just remembered this. Maybe it was last year. It might have been the year before last. last year. It was the year before last. Yeah, because it was $1. We had gone over to the new like outlet thing uh-huh. that nobody shops at, really. Uh-huh. And <laughs> and so <laughs> and so you could get real cheap stuff. And uh-huh. I got a pair of socks. Really cool socks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For Hunter. Yes. Yeah. For a dollar. So all six of us opened the dollar gift. Yeah. All six of us opened the $5 gift. All six of us opened the $10 gift. Yeah. Last year, we adjusted for inflation and yes, older and kids. Yes, and kids are a little older. Now and... we're 5, 10, 20. 5, 10, 20. And so today, this is actually the first year that we haven't been all together when we did the drawing. Bummer, right? Yeah. That, that's a change. That is a change in that we our kids aren't together at the holidays as easily as they were before because of, you know, some Things. changes. Yeah. And then I think even backtracking to like the original thing that I was talking about, about be, being creative about gifts. One of the things that I noticed somebody said, hey, this is a great idea to buy gifts for your kids. And this is the way we do it. And it works out really well for us. The way that we buy gifts for our kids is we buy something they need, something they want, something they'd wear, and something they'd read. Mm -hmm. Something they would wear is almost always for all of them, either pajamas or socks or underwear or whatever, just something that somebody's going to wear. We're going to wear that, you know, whatever. The need could be, you know, whatever that kid is needing, you know, they're something we've noticed that they, they need for their life. 
course, then you've got something they want. It's something that's on their wish list. Right. That's and the, then, the most fun for them, typically. Of course. And then, of course, we've got something they'd read. And it gives us the ability to buy a book. Every year. Yeah. Yeah. Reading is important. We're going to fundamentally support that in a Christmas gift every year. Yep. And that's how we do it. And I like it. Yeah. I, it's a, it's, no complaints it makes from it, anyone. It makes it fun and everyone knows what they what to expect. It, it leaves the, because it's something they want and something they wear and something they need, it, it gives us, the want means if what they want is cash and this is what we've decided is the amount of cash we're willing to give, then we give everybody that amount of cash mm-hmm. for the want mm-hmm. because they all want that. Mm-hmm. But then we still have the ability to buy fun socks because everybody needs socks mm-hmm. and we noticed that we're wanting needing or wanting you know and it could be clothes again depending on what they're needing mm-hmm. needing needing and then and then again the reading thing is fun because we get to go we like to we like we like to bookshop now the food cooking hasn't stopped right because you've got three pumpkins that you grew right and so i've been asking you to to help me do some or to do some pumpkin recipes grain free yes grain free so we did come up with two recipes one of them is a chocolate chip pumpkin bar Mm -hmm. and one of them is a pumpkin cheesecake right so i'm looking forward to pumpkin cheesecake bars okay good so i'm gonna did you break into the chocolate chips last night and i I took a handful it was a mistake because they melted so fast it was funny because they were all over the floor this morning and me and the kids were in there and i was like what happened and then i looked and they weren't it wasn't like a rat got into it a rat got into it, but it wasn't a, it was an adult human rat. What? I looked at the kids. I go, did y'all? And Lily goes, uh, no, that would be Joe's midnight snack. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you're going to be making those. I know we'll have yeah. the opportunity to talk about that again yep. later. That will be a lot of fun. At the end of every episode, we do a thing called table topics where we have this box of cards with questions on them. I have just drawn one. And mm-hmm. I'm, you have, we have not rehearsed this. I'm going to nope. ask you this question and then you ask it back to me. Okay. It's funny to me how they always work with something that we've talked about in the episode. What's your favorite dessert? You walk into a place or we have the ingredients here and I can make one dessert or every dessert is available at this imaginary restaurant of desserts and you can pick your very favorite. God, it's so hard. It really is. It's not a philosophy question. It's not a parenting question. No, but I love dessert. So it just kind of depends on where we no, are. There's no depending. No, it depends on where we are. Favorite uh, dessert. My favorite dessert. We're gonna we're gonna wait here until you come up with it. Okay, seriously, seriously, it's a toss up in terms of favorite dessert. I'll allow it. It is a toss up between a really good creme brulee, which is something you can get at most places. Uh-huh. So that would that's the reason why. That would be like my favorite because that's the one I choose the most. We've talked about this on the podcast before without that question in front of us. We've talked about our favorite desserts. I think we have, right? That's right. A very good creme brulee. But this is the singular ultimate conversation about this very important thing. Banana pudding. Really well done banana pudding. Mm-hmm. That is that is my favorite. And then, that okay, but I can't say and then not say the other thing. Uh-huh. Well done chocolate cake. But it can't be like a dark, dark Thick, no baked chocolate. It's got to be a fluffy chocolate with a creamy buttercream fudge icing. Okay. That's it's too hard for me to choose. I can't choose. Okay, I would so choose anyone. In the context of the billions of desserts that are available, the top three are creme brulee, banana pudding done correctly, and the perfect chocolate cake. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna answer now. Okay. And then I want you to come up with your favorite. I can't. Nope. I can't. Iceland. I can't. <laughs> 
This is science. Because it just depends. Because every 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 single one of those things can be done so horribly wrong. No, no, they're done correctly in this context. Okay, Shh, here here I go. Okay, if it's done correctly, I can tell you what's my favorite. Okay, for me, it is either the same chocolate cake that you just described, tiramisu done well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not any bullshit off of the back of some food delivery truck to a mm-hmm. restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't, I don't yep. want that garbage. Mm-hmm. You talk about us asking questions in restaurants. Would you like some... Fr- have you saved... We're at, a, at an Italian food place. Have you saved some room for some tiramisu? I don't know. Did y'all make it? Yeah. If the answer is no, then no, I haven't saved any room for that garbage. Get that out of my face <laughs> no. and stop charging me $12 for that. It's, I think it's kind of the same thing with creme brulee, too. Okay. Oh, no, but no, the creme brulee that you're talking about is perfectly prepared. It is the chocolate cake that you described, a tiramisu, or the buttermilk pie. Mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. end of Thanksgiving. We have talked about this before, before you're It's right. okay. Now we're coming down to the... We'll never have to ask this question of each other again. We know the answer. <laughs> now, you said that if perfectly prepared, you'd come up with the correct response. Yes. Go ahead. Chocolate cake. It's just so hard because I would never order chocolate cake at a restaurant. You know why? Because they don't do it right. But the right, the right chocolate cake, my right chocolate cake, oh, it's the winner. Chocolate. I love chocolate. Chocolate. Mmm. I understand your dilemma because a good, I'm going to eliminate tiramisu. A good chocolate cake and mm-hmm. a buttermilk pie could not be more different. How do you compare those two things? Mm-hmm. Okay, how about... The we, one I order every time you know is creme brulee. That's what I order. Why don't you and I just hold hands uh-huh. and pursue the best chocolate cake together and say that that is our mutual... Nobody in Corpus Christi is making their own chocolate cake. We need to find that out. Who in Corpus Christi is making their own chocolate cake? Dad is great. He makes us the chocolate cake. Well, that's the Thanksgiving episode 2019. I imagine that we'll do that every year. Yeah. And hopefully I maybe look for some different opportunities to to kind of shake it up every year from time to time. Shake it up. Okay, so let's go eat some leftover Thanksgiving. Sounds like a plan. Which includes a delicious grain-free apple pie. Yes. Mm. That you got at the farmer's market. I did. I'm so glad to have that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have even had. And then you're going to make me some delicious pumpkin treats. And then we're going Black oh. Friday shopping locally. Oh, yeah. We're going to the going, Hybrids Record Store. And we're going to the movies tonight. Oh, yeah. Knives out. Mm-hmm. More later. More later. Next week, we will finally answer the question. Because I did Joe run out of time? to make his beans or did he make his beans stay tuned hey thank you again for joining us at our dinner table if we said during this last episode that we'd share something with you you can find it at our dinner table talks on facebook and instagram and if you're on twitter it's dinner underscore talks visit our website at dinnertabletalks.com for all of the latest information and send us an email there at talk at dinnertabletalks.com. We so look forward to hearing from you. See you next week.